You're listening to Around Comics, episode 273, The End, part two. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel guests Just talk about fucking <laughs> talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. Hey there, folks. Christopher Eastman here. This is the uh, the second part of our final of our farewell episodes and uh, the longest death rattle. Yes, it is. It's ever the, heard the Batan Death March of yes. comic book yes. podcasting. It is. They just won't die. Well, I'll tell you real quick uh, because we have we have a, a call-in guest on the line, so I want to get everyone introduced. First of all, uh, Brian Salazar. Hello, Mr. John Suntress. Hello, and uh, and on the line, um, one of our one of our absolute favorite creators, favorite people, and uh, favorite hat wearers, favorite hat wearers, favorite absolutely. hat wearers, and and the guy that we said you know for way way too long you should just be as cool as this guy. He's Mr. Andy Parks. Andy, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you doing up there? Is anybody squirting tears yet? Yeah, we're all squirting tears. <laughs> Hi, Andy. Not there's quite my, yet. my Gomer pile for you, Andy. Sal, Sal's, Sal's just been trying to, to keep me uh, um, well inebriated, and I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably I'll probably start uh, probably start crying here in a little bit. But uh, no, the tears have not been flowing yet. It's yep. only nine o'clock here. I figure by ten thirty, Chris will be. A blubber and mass. Yeah, yeah he's only he's mess. only drinking a fifth of the fifth so far of yeah. Jim Beam. Yeah, so. I, I had to. I usually come in with a half pint, but for this one, I had to stop by the stop by the medicine store and get a fifth of Beam. So I think we're uh, we're all set. Oh, but for uh, you, I'm questioning the logic. Was there some thinking that somehow being inebriated, you would be immune to crying? Yes, yes, that that was my plan, Andy. Let me tell you, sons of bitches, one thing. <laughs> and, take it easy. And before I go. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's his face? Uh, the baseball manager. Oh, uh, we. Yeah, I'm gonna do no, a. No, not Lee Ilya. I'm gonna do a Lee Ilya. Sparky, Sparky Anderson. <laughs> I've always been fair with you, cocksuckers. There's actually a great tape that survived of him talking to a reporter, and he's just being matter-of-fact about it. He's not mad at the guy. But yeah. he's like, no, I'm serious. I've always been fair with you, cocksuckers. And the guy's like, yes, you have, coach. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I, we, are, we are cocksuckers. Yes, yes, oh, I, I imagine Andy going out like that. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be Andy's last, last no, speech. No, no. no, Andy's a gentleman. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't know a scholar. I, I see him going. I get one Hollywood check, and you're going to hear a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, it has been it has been way too long since we talked with you, and you've got you've got a lot of stuff going on. You uh, you continue to do fantastic inking work, but you have been uh, you've been a, a busy beaver on the writing end of stuff, and uh, we we should probably get into a, another Green Hornet debate because you're working on some Green uh, Hornet stuff. Yay. Jesus Christ! I was going to say maybe Sal should leave the room for a while. We're going to talk. <laughs> Talk about that boring asshole Green Hornet. <laughs> Andy, I, I think I'm gonna forever. I've been signing copies of of Green Hornet tonight. People have been asking me that. I, I'm I'm always going to be linked with Green Hornet now. I just want to the record. Let I the want record the record show. Let the record, yes, let the record show, show that oh I never God. said Green Hornet sucked. 
The entire conversation started with me just saying, I thought Green Hornet was kind of a strange character. That was that was all I said. And then it, you know, I jumped on like he was like, he thought it was green and horny. Green horny. The green horny. The green and horny. It's not the same book. Yeah, if you notice that French accent, that's Christian Alamey decided to pipe in. Hey, Christian. Christian, have a seat. You mean you're doing Christian? What? Here, is Christian the... actually there, or is somebody imitating no, Christian? No, he's, he's here. He's here. No, uh, oh that's man, the one and only. <laughs> yes, Christian. Christian. Okay, so Inkers Unite. Yes. This is good. We have, we have uh, some of the finest ink inkers in the uh, comics industry. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Except I can't write. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I wrote. I wrote a postcard to my parents once. Does that count? <laughs> Close enough. All right. So, so Andy, why work? Why why we are talking about Green Hornet? You are actually working on uh, Green Hornet Cato, correct? I'm doing a, a couple of projects right, right now. I don't. I think I can talk about both of them. One is a Cato miniseries. It's based on Kevin Smith's Green Hornet mythos, and uh, so the, the other is a prequel to Kevin Smith's Green Hornet book that deals with the the dwindling mob scene around Century City as Green Hornet kind of pulls all that stuff down for the final time. So that would be the Van Williams, Bruce Lee pastiche, whatever is represented in uh, the first issue. Correct. Right. Right. Cool. The the Kevin's Kevin series starts with all that winding down with them with Green Hornet and Cato taking down the last of the mobs and retiring. Um, and so I'm dealing in the prequel with what happened just before all that. In my Cato series, I'm dealing with Cato twenty years down the line, having retired to Japan and had a family, and and then picking up uh the story of his daughter as she becomes a new green hornet song or green new kato sorry new kato. Okay. but i thought when uh, kato retired he moved to france and started to work for inspector clouseau <laughs> Instead, <laughs> I, was like, I must have the wrong one Damn. bird quack awesome love that I should, I should have at least one scene where kato bursts out of a you know a closet, <laughs> closet. Yeah. For no or just or just some sort of illusion that yeah he's going to work for some french inspector or something like i think that. Right. i think you should have uh the green hornet and kato beat the living shit out of at least one guy named sal in in that <laughs> you know that'd be good yeah really that's a good idea have like an enforcer or somebody like that named sal. John likes they're it. smacking around just smack him around sal had a sal had a stellar episode last time first he was setting me on edge with saying commissioner doolin over and over again yeah it's oh, dull sorry one. sorry yeah. Don't, yeah well you know i was kind of drunk uh, <laughs> and he was, break and he was basically tearing my paychecks in half <laughs> I had a mountain of emails and instant messages on Twitter of people going, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, John. The Green Hornet rocks. You're right. And I'm like, don't worry. It's okay. Everything's fine. And I don't hate Sherlock Holmes either. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Oh, good. That happened off the air. That's so, all right. So, Andy, you, you've got all the all the um, the great Green Hornet stuff coming out. Um, what's the what's the word on Chia Dad? It is being drawn, and that's going to be kind of a lengthy process. It's a okay. pretty intense. I wrote it on an eight panel grid. Not every page has eight panels, but there's a lot of drawing involved. So that that'll probably take a year or so. And in the meantime, Oni just said yes to my next project, so I'm going to start writing that pretty soon. And that's a noir thing that's set in Vegas. Cool. Nice. What era? It's modern, but it involves characters who are very anachronistic. Okay. So it, it, like one of the characters like stepped right out of 1955, so I get to write a guy like that. Fantastic. 
Let me let me go back to Green Hornet for a second because I'm just curious. Will your Kato series? Will the character first appear in what uh, Phil and Jonathan Lau are doing, and then your your series will start, or will your series introduce the character first? Uh, you'll meet her, I think, in their book first. Okay. I would guess two or three issues of their book will be out by the time ours comes out. Okay. And and it takes a couple issues of our book to really get into new Cato wearing a costume and all that. Did you ever read the Now Comics uh, 90s uh, Green Hornet stuff? No, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't. I probably should have dug that out as research, but I did not. Yeah. You know, I, who, I don't, who I don't, did that stuff? Is it creators I would know? Ron Frontier? The guy who used to write oh, the yeah, Hulk yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah right. I, you know, I think it's again. Obviously, I'm a fan of the character, but I, I think, uh, in a lot of ways, what Dynamite is doing with the character mirrors what Now did, uh, because uh, Matt Wagner and Aaron Campbell's Year One, your projects, and then also uh, Brett Matthews' project, they're not, co- they're not connected. They're three different tracks. Am I correct? Yeah, and it's it's kind of an interesting thing. And actually, the first time I pitched Cato we were not on the same page because I was kind of pitching Matt Wagner's Cato, having spoken to Matt about it, what he was doing. Okay. And then somebody had to say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This is Kevin Smith's Cato, who's not 80 years old now. He's 55, and this has happened to him. And so, yeah, they're kind of different universes, different takes on the same mythos. Cool. Nice. Well, the the big question, Andy, um, have you bought any new hats lately? (laughs) I have. Of yeah. course. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you got? <laughs> Let me think. I was really excited. Oh, I just traded. I twittered about this. I traded a hat with another hat aficionado, and I got this lovely Borsellino straw hat that it turns out came directly from Steve Harvey's collection. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Is there a, He's a big hat guy, and yeah, I guess absolutely. the guy I traded with had donated to his charity, and Steve had given him this hat, and it didn't fit this guy, so he traded it to me. You know, it, it was funny, because I was talking to another creator. It may have been Norton, and uh, and uh, I was saying, you know, if you, if you really want to if you really want to track down Andy online, he'll, he'll post in a forum here or there, but if you really want to find Andy, go to fedoralounge.com. Sexhatfetish.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually where you'll it's find really, Andy. It's really true. Yeah, are there, that's true. Is there like a black market for hats? Is there is, is there sort of an underground hat world? That, is there a forbidden hat that yeah, we're not aware yeah, of? Exactly. You know, like I don't know. I'm like, sorry, sir. That hat is like, not allowed in the United States like Hitler, anymore. Is Hitler's hat on? You know, out Hitler's there. Hat. That they saved Hitler's the, hat. The, the, Hitler's boiler. You know, the, I don't know. the fun, the funniest, the funniest and weirdest comment that Andy has ever ever directed towards me. Um, I, I started getting you know kind of the idea of getting into hats, and I and I and I bought a couple, and uh, and Andy. Andy and I were talking about it, and, uh, and you asked me what my what my hat size was. I said it's a seven and a quarter, and you just look at me and it's like, <laughs> oh, if I if my head was seven and a quarter, oh, the hats I could own. <laughs> <laughs> he covets your hat size. <laughs> you cut you covet my head. Interesting. But I, I bought... really sad. Yeah, when you got a giant noggin like mine, you go on eBay, and guys, you know, weren't as big in 1940. He's right. Yeah. And the, the big hats are harder to come by, so yeah, I'm kind of limited. And thank God, I got I got like 50 hats as is. I don't need any more. <laughs> you, ever, you ever talk to a hat maker? I got to sacrifice three hats to make one for him. Are you nuts? <laughs> There's no work in it. There's no business in it. Well, I did I did buy a new fedora this uh, this past winter, so I got to send you some pictures of it. I'm I'm quite oh, nice. I'm, I'm quite yeah, proud good. of it. Have quite you guys gone it. to the store that's on Irving Park Road at yeah. Six Corners? Yeah, Hats Plus. Yeah, and have you taken Andy there? Uh, I have not, but but Andy, I have uh, not been. I want to go. Hats Plus, my friend. It's it's a great hat. The only, the only hat place I've been to in Chicago is uh, Optimo, 
who is one of America's best like custom hat makers. Optimo. That sounds like a super. Voice. And I, yeah, and I can't Optimo. remember where he was. He's not. He's not in the city. He's out a little ways. I went and visited him, but I can't afford one of his hats. They're like five hundred bucks plus. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. what I love about Hats Plus. It's really a no nonsense yeah. hat store. I mean, there's no pretense there. Or oh, anything. that's great. Uh, so, uh, Andy, yeah. when's the next time you're going to grace us with your presence here in Chicago? Well, I'll be there in April. Uh, are you, you are coming in C two E two. Yeah, I decided to, to to make the trip. Awesome, fantastic! It's uh, well, I tell you, I'm what. excited. That's gonna, I think that's gonna be a really exciting show being downtown and yeah, the is, first one put on by these people. I'm excited. Is Phil coming? Coming? Yeah, Phil's gonna be here. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Too. All right. Well, I owe you guys both a couple of drinks at least for all the fucking green hornet, green hornet. <laughs> Just my fucking luck, like all my friends are writing Green Hornet books now. Great. You know, <laughs> giant next is going to kick your ass, too. I think you owe us each two drinks, and Phil doesn't drink, so I'll take four. Okay, no problem. <laughs> got, you got it. Just, just smooth things over with Phil, and uh, I'm, I'm you talking, get four. I'm talking to Phil on Monday, but I have a feeling this that episode might be out about around the same time that uh, right. this episode comes out. And Andy, we'll talk about the Cato miniseries uh, as well. So don't worry. I'll balance good. out the, the Green Hornet hate that Sal has. I, honestly, Plenty of Green Hornet love on Word Balloon. No. I, Honestly, getting out of a con with only four, buying Andy four drinks is pretty. Bargain. Yeah, that's a bargain for me. Yeah, Absolutely. Quite honestly. Yeah, so. that's, that's below stand. Well, I'll tell you what, you come in on Thursday, we'll go to Hats Plus. Okay. All right, good. <laughs> and I, I want to say something seriously before you guys cut me loose. I want to say thanks because you guys do this as well as anybody. I've listened to a lot of comic podcasts. You guys are the ones I kept coming back to, and you helped me make. For better or worse, a lot of comics because you guys kept me company through a lot of late deadlines. Very cool. And you're always fun to listen to, and I've enjoyed your company. I'm going to miss you. Well, you, you you'll miss the show, but you won't miss us because we're not going to let you go. Don't worry about that. Good. I, I will Good. pest I will pester you from now until we're we're old men buying buying hats at old men hat stores. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> um, that that really truly means a lot uh, to me, uh, and I'm sure to Chris too. Yeah. I don't want to talk for you, but but really, you have no idea how much that means to us. It was uh, it, it was uh, it was an afternoon at, uh, at at the place that Sal and I worked together, and uh, and I remember Sal uh, saying, "Chris, Chris, come here, come here," and I and I go over by his desk, and uh, and he had iTunes pulled up. And it was your review on iTunes, and that was no shit, Andy. That was that was the moment that we both kind of looked at each other and go, "Oh shit, they listen." <laughs> and it's, it, it's it, true, man. You guys keep a lot of us company, and I, it's really appreciated. Well, I, I mean, the year before we started doing the show, uh, it was Wizard World Ch Chicago, yep. and I had bought. Um, uh, got Union Station and mm -hmm. and, Capote in uh, and Capote in Kansas, and got them signed from you, and was thrilled. I loved those books, and that was right before we started doing the show. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, it was you know all these years later, sitting here and, and being able to call you a friend is is something real special. So it's uh, uh, it's a pleasure for me too. Yeah. Well, we will we will celebrate that uh, that friendship in uh, in April. Make sure come on in and uh, and the first four drinks are on uh, on Sal and I. Deal, deal. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, Mr. Parks. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a have a great final show. All right. Absolutely. Well, we're we're about halfway in the tank, so you caught us at a good time. <laughs> good. I'll be I'll be the designated driver for the show. Don't worry, Andy. <laughs> all right, good. Andy. Thank you so much for the support, and we'll see you soon, buddy. All right. Take care, boys. Later, right. Andy. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Alright, and a big thanks to Andy Parks. Not not just for joining us tonight for uh but, he, got but me Andy Parks. he got me fucking misty. You know it's first son of a bitch. I I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to say this why why Andy was on, but um um one, Here one, he goes. One, one, one single tear. Um, one of the things about the show is, I mean, we, Sal, you and I have made a lot of acquaintances in in the comic industry and community. You know, a lot of people that we love seeing at shows and, and bumping into and 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 that kind of stuff. But we've also made friends, like yes. real friends that it's you know we we talk to on a fairly regular basis. You know, email. It's like I email Andy about hat shopping. And and that it's seriously, I know it's, you like, do. it's I'm like hey, I'm gonna go for a hat. You know, I'm gonna go shopping for hats. So I'm gonna email Andy. I'm and, not. I'm not as good about uh, keeping in contact with people as you are. But well, you. you know. I mean, well, you, and that's, you, and that's you, why the court orders, restraining orders, don't come to you. Yeah. They come to him. <laughs> but no, sir, I mean, you and Scotty are oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, sure. you guys no, have. No, but you, but, you but have the guys a, like Andy, I mean, I consider Andy a friend. I, you yeah. know, there's guys like that that yes, we've we've made great friends with. Yeah. Uh, throughout this, man, you guys had me all fooled. I thought this was a whole. Long introduction to me being on the show right now. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll you know, get we've there. got a, we've there's a lot a of good in the friends now, and man, I gotta tell friends. you. And well, you know, and, and and not to get you know too silly about it, but you know we're both in our late thirties now, and the, the very old, late thirties, and, 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 and every everyone here at this wow. table, yeah, and, and, and we're and we're, jo- we're joined by by Patrick Brower with, with John Suntress here. You guys know that the older you get, the harder it is to make the greater your balls get. Well, it, yes. it, the, the harder the harder it is to really make friends. You can you know have acquaintances, but the older you get, your life gets complicated. You have wife, kids, that kind and of stuff. And the people that are good friends, you hold they mean even more to you yeah, because absolutely. They're, and absolutely, and, and this show has has done that. You know, I consider John and you, Patrick, friends, just just like Andy. And right Pat- back at you, Chris, oh. <laughs> Sal, and John. And, and, and Patrick Brower is here, and uh, and I know that this. Um, you know, I hope that the last couple episodes don't sound like a big billboard for C two E two, but that that is the next place that we're all going to get together sure. as a, as yeah. a, as a group. Um, so this will not date well. You know, uh, regardless of being your last episode, this is what it would be anyway, because it's the only thing we're all focusing on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so you, uh, the proprietor of, uh, of Challengers Comics, oh my God. conversation. Did you, can you say that here? Challengers yeah. Comics. Oh, you know, no, I'm kidding. It's I'm like kidding. saying Benson and Hedges oh, in a hey. Lucky Strike ad. <laughs> um, I just want um, Beatty's got a shotgun behind the counter, so I, I just, just just to let you know. I wouldn't blame him. I'd have like to. drinking Coke and, and Pepsi. Uh, no, it was so funny. Pat, Patrick comes into the store tonight and he's got like a clipboard, and I'm like, "What? Are you fucking taking inventory? Are you I taking know. inventory in here?" I'm, I'm, I got a list of things that I need to get for the store. And I was in, we did an event with Chicago Comics a few weeks ago. I did the same thing. I had a list and walked around, and two different employees come up and said, "Are you taking notes?" <laughs> no, it's my want list. It's things that I'm looking for to they, buy. Did you they get my mysteriously the, unfathomable. They group the Vertigo books with the. Dynamite books. I still can't mm. say. And he writes that down in his little yeah. notebook. No, it was right. You got to fathom right that time. Fathom the bolt. Okay. See, when you think about it, you do it wrong. Fathom a bolt. That's perfect. All right, I got perfect. it. Perfect. Thank God. I just loop that every time oh, he has to say. Like normal. Tom Fowler, don't think. Fowler. Just talk. So we so we have this we have this uh, this big get together convention coming up in in a, in a couple weeks here. Blow but, out. But you guys at Challengers have you you, you 
You are so like me. <laughs> the beam's kicking in. You, 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 you. Let, don't. Let, let, no, no, no. You listen. Yeah. No, no. Wait, you, wait. No. You, I love you. Wait, you, no. just, you think you're better than me? I that's, love that's you. That's what we know. That's the tipping point. That's what I'm waiting for. You don't. You don't know when to say no. You think fucking like Green you know, Hornet is better than me, John? <laughs> You have so much stuff that is lined up at challenges. Chris, it becomes a point where we said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's try to do everything possible. Let's not take a day off or a second off. You're the, the whole okay. week leading okay. up to it. Yeah, tell us the yeah. announcement okay. coming so, up. So Wednesday. Okay, here's here's how it breaks down. Um, first of all, I want to get into a brief bit about the branding of C2E2 because I think that's kind of a terrible name. I think that it's going to be a great show. Windy City Comic Con was not available. Uh, the, good point. Good point. But, just but having, it is for sale. It is available for price. Everybody knows what what San Diego Comic Con is because it's a, it says Comic Con. Right. And all it's great that they're doing these banners all across the city. It's fantastic. But the average person that just see C two E two. What is the that? What the hell is that? Yeah. And in a few years, everyone's going to know. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. We're all going to know. But these first two shows are going to be the toughest as far as getting people to understand what it is. And people come to store still, and they say, "What is C two E two?" It's the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Yeah, but you know there is a there is a uh, uh, a train of thought that says getting people to ask questions yeah. is not the worst thing in the world. That's true. But so, you then know, you're relying on you said other it. people to explain it for you. Well, no, absolutely, but but there is. I mean, in this day and age of marketing, because of the saturation points of marketing, and, and there's no, that's a good point. The, yeah, to you, have people you know, it's like go, go try themselves. and buy a domain name for some original idea you have. I guarantee you, it's already been purchased. Yeah. So having people ask questions isn't necessarily. I, I agree, C two E two isn't necessarily classic. I mean, I like Chicago Comic Expo. Thinking, it's not a great yeah. name. Mm -hmm. Is is it the Alex but, Ross poster that's being plastered all over the place? Because I haven't no, seen it. No, it's yet. not. It's the the yellow and blue pattern that they have. Ew. Is there any indication okay, that it's comic books? Not, not nothing. See, nothing. That's, well, that's, that's the problem. That is a problem, then, yes. Because, I mean, if you see Iron Man, the Hulk, and We and got Thor, to go through the walkthrough, and know. they showed us a lot of the signage you're going to be using, and it's all that yellow and blue pattern with the, the red C2E2 in that crushed Godzilla font. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and this is nitpicking, and they're such great guys, and they really they're know how awesome to run a show. Guys. It's going to be amazing, but I'm just focusing on that. Anyway, I'll move on from that and go to... <laughs> What the, you're great doing. Thing. So yeah. this is how our week is going to look. Wednesday is the day that we're allowed to bring all of our stuff to the show. So Wednesday we'll have our vans. We'll take the store, break it down, load in vans, bring it to the show, drop it off. Come back to the store. We're going to have Emma Caulfield from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played Anya. Hot. Thanks to the guys over at Pop Cult. <laughs> she she's going to be signing. She does a webcomic called Contra Pussy. Yes. She, yes. <laughs> uh, kind of like a Sex in the City with Cats kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Google um, Emma Christian Caulfield. Christian Bernick, uh, yeah, yeah, behind uh, the comic mind behind uh, Cosmopolis. Like so Emma she's Caulfield. going to be signing that. We're going to be uh, we're going to be doing an exclusive challengers cover to that book, a little limited to hundred copies of that. Awesome, and she'll be there uh, starting six o'clock. That's Wednesday. Thursday morning, the Diamond Retailer Seminar is in town as well at the same time, which we can't go to because we have too much You're else going up on. For the show, yeah. But they asked us to host a panel on Free Comic Day because of how well it usually works for us. Mm -hmm. So 9 o'clock, from like 9 to 11, Dow and I have to go to the Sheraton to do that. Then Dow has to go back to the store to start setting up for an event Thursday while I go set up the booth all day Thursday at the show. Uh, we had a um, this is gonna this is post dated so this should all be fine. Uh, we had an IDW event scheduled for that night, but they just changed the date to Saturday for us. Mm -hmm. So we don't we have something uh, as to fill in the gaps on Thursday, but I don't know if it's official yet. So I don't know, even know what I should even say. 
but it involves someone here with a horrible Irish accent. Um, <clears throat> so Friday, first day of the show, great. Friday night at the store after after coincidentally there's a, there's an irredeemable panel that Boom's hosting from seven six thirty to seven thirty. No, I'm sorry, six to seven, something like that. Something like that. At the show. At the show. Immediately after that, at the store at eight o'clock, we're having the first anniversary party for Irredeemable. It's a birthday party, but it's also the launch of the Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab Irredeemable fragrances. <laughs> what? They're, they're, seriously, this the Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab. It's crazy. They have scents for all different properties. A, a thousand different Neil Gaiman scents for real. It's like nine different Stardust scents. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff for Neil for the uh, Comic Neil Defense Fund right now. I'm wearing Boy Detective right now, and no one knows. <laughs> wearing Death. They have, I'm not kidding, ten different scents based off of the Irredeemable Universe. That's awesome. That they'll have. They'll have some at the show. There's an exclusive one they'll have. I am Are not. You I am my not. fucking chain? Go, right. You, you got your computer out. Look nah, up Black Phoenix. Out Wade is going to lather himself in that not stuff. Not to be confused gonna... with Jeremy Tinder's Black Apple Ghost Factory, but Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab, they, this is what they do. And I was talking to them today about this, and the people that love them are crazy devoted to them. And this, this stuff does amazing. I mean, I never thought of doing it before. I never thought of the idea of... They, they already have a line of Hellboy fragrances. They do, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Ape Fabian right now. Uh, so Lord. they're, yeah, they're partnering with Boom, and they're going to have a bunch Johann of fragrances. Uh, there's two available smell only like at the show. Demon. Six or seven that are available everywhere, and then one only at the store for the birthday party. No way. Super limited edition, yeah. So that is Friday night. <laughs> Saturday show as well right then we're gonna have um another party at the store the idw premiere party celebrating them being a premier publisher at yes. diamond saw that in the news absolutely um, we're gonna have a ton of idw people nice. there uh andy schmidt and chris ryle great and, uh probably chuck dixon he's not signed on yet for sure robert atkins cool. a bunch a bunch of people good i hope and Chuck comes. i'm not sure the details in this yet but there's a stipulation where if you spend 25 dollars in the store you get two minutes to pitch chris ryle your comic idea what? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, for real. Chris Gage will be there, too, obviously. Yeah, Chris, yeah, be, yes, you know. yes. Nice. Outstanding. Awesome. Uh, that's Saturday, right? Sunday yes. is the show. Yes. We'll, we'll have we'll have a full booth. We've got a double-sized booth. We're going to have uh, a bunch of surprises there, a couple of people that shouldn't necessarily be at our booth, which is awesome. And we should debut, be, doing, be debuting something of our own there as well. Can I pitch Chris Ryle like 12 ideas in two minutes? Because I could easily come up with... You got two minutes, so sure. Yeah. 40 fucking ideas I have <laughs> that I could pitch. But just remember, Green Hornet is taken. Oh, well... That's an established thing. You can't do anything with that. Damn shit. The Green Bee. Think of it. Green Bee. The Brown Hornet. That's what Bill Cosby did. Stinger! And then we're going to wrap up the whole weekend on Tuesday night with... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. Um... Getting for Clemson. I know. <laughs> Take a breath. Uh, Raina Tagelmeyer and Dave Roman, they are uh, kids' authors. Um, they don't usually work together, but they've done a couple of those young adult uh, Marvel manga books like X-Men, the Wolverine one. They did a Logan one. And she did just had a book come out that called uh, Smile, about a girl having braces. Mm -hmm. And they, they do a lot of uh, kids' events across the country. They do a lot of – this is an audiovisual presentation. There'll be a, like a PowerPoint. They'll be reading and stuff like that. That's going to end on Tuesday night, so it's just it's it's a huge, uh, and we're actually very happy to have them because it's it's every event is targeted toward kind of like you get the, the Buffy fans, then you get the the two or well, three, 
superhero events in a row. And you, get, you end with the kids' event, which is good. That's nice. awesome. That book, Smile, by the way, very cute. Isn't it cute? It's very adorable. Cute. And I know so many women that have seen that and gone, oh, I need to buy this for my niece. <laughs> there, this there, is perfect. It's a little bit brutal because the main character falls and loses her, like violently loses her two front teeth. So some people are like, oh, my God, oh, but that kind of reaction is still good because kids do that kind of stuff all the time. Of course they do, absolutely. Yeah. So they're, they're they're super great people, and they they're used to working with kids. And we have our own kids read along group that we do called Challenge Juniors, and this is a nice way for somebody else to do something like that too. Nice. Have you re- have you revealed your uh, project that I'm aware of that uh, has been buzzing around with uh, the Challenges for Kids thing that uh, our mutual friend? Uh, I, I have not. Then I don't I, I, not, I don't yeah. want to. I'm not going to make you spoil it, or anything. It's it, however that'll this is gonna, the John is something that's going to come out probably around the late summer. Wonderful. Yeah, it, it, it'll be spectacular. Very exciting. Have project. you seen some of the video for that? No, I haven't. I've just oh, been man. hearing about it's the hilarious. participants, it's and hilarious. I'm looking forward. I feel so out of the loop. Can, can uh, we name some of the people involved? Okay, so so here's what here's comfortable doing. Here's what I'll do: Uh, the Challenge Juniors events that we do on the last Saturday of every month, we get together a group of our friends and we take a kids' book like Bone or Magic Trixie or Amulet. Scary Godmothers introduced Scary Godmothers. What do we do? Magic Trixie? Oh, excuse me. Okay. So we we read all the voices. We record all the voices, and on the last Saturday of each month, we play it back in the store for kids to read along with in their own copies of the books. But we're all doing voices and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't sell it. It's just a fun in-store kind of thing. People said, why don't you put it on the Internet? Well, we don't own the property. So we're, we're just doing it for fun to get people involved. We did Tiny Titans, and Art was Robin and a bunch of voices. Uh, and it was hilarious because we had to keep editing out his laughter during the recording. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and when we did Magic Trixie, Jill actually hosted the read-along event. But usually it's just us and, and some friends. Well, uh, there's a, a local publisher who was alerted to that we do this and got really excited so he's doing his own version for us we won't say with what but the people involved you will know them all from every facet of life yeah yeah the, it spans the pop culture world and oh, uh, you'll be shocked I, it's like a love boat gone wrong it really is <laughs> yeah. in a good it, way it really like it, anywhere from uh, Dave McKean and Grant Morrison to now you're naming people I am naming people to uh <clears throat> To, I'm sorry. Should we should we name one of the sports people involved? Sure, go ahead. Randy Couture of the UFC. UFC what? champion Randy Couture. Who is the publisher uh, involved? I, I in totally. This? We're not trying to say that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the girl, the lead, the lead actress from Mirror Mask. Uh, what's her first name? I can't remember. Oh, Leonidas. Geez. Yes, yes. I, uh, I can't. I can't I, oh my god! I'm totally. I apologize greatly. I, can't I was wondering her name. if uh, some of the people that have already been mentioned might be participating in uh, the reading. As well, I was wondering if Emma might be involved or anything like that. Oh, I I don't know. We we tried. We to... uh, we, we'll see now because there's yeah. still one more part to be cast. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, also, uh, huge celebrities, Dal Bush and Patrick Brower have a role. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you're, like, you're the Captain Stooping Gopher of the, uh, of the ensemble yeah. to keep the love <laughs> and, boat analogy. And there's going. even rumors of Vern Troyer, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan uh, Winters. Winters? Yeah. Seriously. Um, Patricia Arquette and Thomas Jane. Wow. But those are not confirmed at this point, and. May not happen. That's yeah. But yeah, that's, that, that's, uh, that's all we'll say for that. We'll but it'll be it'll be a blast. Not bad. All right. Well, hey, Patrick Brower, um, I want to thank you so much for being part of our last episodes here. It's my pleasure to be here. You know, it's funny because of all the ones I've done of these, I've only ever bothered to come here for the 24-hour crankcast. Mm-hmm. The, the 24-hour podcast. 24-hour comic podcast. Where I actually met both of you guys, or actually all, most of you guys, and uh, we didn't get along that night. <laughs> I, dude, it was like four in the fucking morning. 
I was drunk. I was cranky. Was, and, was Tabor and, behind it by any chance? No. Oh, Jesus. But, no, but, you know what? You, I, we you all were, wanted to kill Tabor. I, I misinterpreted some things you said as an attack on the store that I used to work for, and you are absolutely welcome to attack them as much as you want. <laughs> and you were pretty much right. I just felt like it was my job to defend at the, time. At the time. Yeah. You know me. You know, it's, it, if there's... If there's one reason why I am very argumentative now in my life, it's Jesus. because of the man sitting across well, from the table. Well, how do I get the fucking blame for this shit? <laughs> You're worse than I am. You made the green hornet cry. Okay, you know what, Sal? I think it's that right there. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not saying that I'm used to being fucking attacked on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you just but, have hey. to explain yourself. Uh, thank you guys for everything you've hey. done. I know this has been a giant uh, ass-kissing last show for... Everyone saying what a great job you did. Well, we appreciate it. But you it. did. You guys have done a lot. You've done a lot for my store, and I'm thankful of that. It's and a great I'm, just, store. I'm more thankful than I know you guys now. Well, you know, it's uh, um, Chicago. We have a wealth of, of riches in, in comic book stores, but I feel pretty honored that with Dark Tower and Challengers to have gotten to know both of them. Or the, with Challengers and Dark Tower. Or with Challengers and Dark Tower. <laughs> Hey, remember you're like you're like a Cardinal fan at Wrigley Field right now, Patrick. Okay, um, and you're wearing red. And you're wearing red. All right, but um, no, I mean we have some great shops in this town, but uh, I feel like I I know the shop owners are two of the best. Well, thank the, you. The, the, the we have best. great shops, but we have even better shop owners. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Here's a, a shot of Jim Bean for that. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> But uh, no, it's uh, it's um, like we told Andy. It's uh, the, the show may be winding down, but this is not a friendship that's going to end. Whenever we hit, whenever we I, hit, I have stop. no doubt about that. And whether yeah. we even when, whether when you city holds for the future, it's been a great to be part of that. Sal has done so much for us that I don't even ever want to mention because I don't. You don't even want the credit for what you've been doing. <laughs> but just a tremendous amount. I just I'm happy to be part of this family, no matter what. Yeah. Well, you you are part of the family, and it's a pleasure that you, that to, to know pleasure. you and, and know that you came by. And um, yeah, what's um, uh, you want to take a break for a second? Yes, I need to pee. All right, what's, what's <laughs> I bring that to everybody. I mean, all right, all, right, all this go. sentiment has caused my urine to increase. My is <laughs> let's go pee. Expanded. The funeral, yeah, uh, funeral yeah, right uh, on that. March by March. Chopin. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Frederick Chopin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mr. DJ. Throw your headphones on there. You should play Mr. Hot Chocolate. Hot Chocolate? In 1971. I said that for a health set. He's just riffing on I something. Don't I don't know. All right. <laughs> John's just talking. We're back. Exactly. When, when, what's, Who, wait, what's what, who are we just talking to? Who before? Yeah, pa Patrick. 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 Patrick and uh, Patrick and, and John. Uh, and John. John. Yeah. 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 Patrick. Who um, cares? From so you, you, you've heard um, you've heard a little bit from uh, from one of our guests uh, tonight, Mister uh, Mister Christian Alame. Uh, yes. Hello. Hello there, sir. Hi, Karamba. And. It, this is this is the uh, this is the inkers the inkers section of yeah, the show. Yeah, we, we have lots of ink. We, all of our all of our guests are inkers. Our inkers uh, Andy, we're, Andy around and comics is the chosen podcast of inkers, inkers everywhere. everywhere. Well, you know they they late nights, staying up, trying always to ink. always at the end. Yeah, you know the, lo the, the losers deadlines. of the industry. The, <laughs> I thought it was the angry old farts. Uh, well, there's that too. There's I mean, that you know, too. Oh. generally they're on the show. M Mr. Hillary Bardet. Yeah, hello. You, what I'm you trying are, to sound like. 
inker. What, what are you? Well, a crusty bunker. Well, you do look like an old fart, so you might try. <laughs> you might go for that one. As long as I don't smell like one. What are you drinking? Oh. What are you drinking there? Oh, it's a Goose Island uh, holiday brew. It's really good. Naughty, naughty goose. Naughty goose. Yeah. You're drinking naughty. a naughty goose. Wonderful. That's a 40 ounce. You got. You're hauling around in a paper bag out That's in the streets. Right. <laughs> Chicago. Cheers. <laughs> From now on, I'm gonna drink a Jean Beam. I have no idea what this is. It is. Uh, it, if it is just, loud in here. There's some people in this place. If you, if you can't tell, it's uh, it's become a party. Yes, it has definitely become a party. Well, I'm cool. chugging beer and Christian very, is chugging yeah, Jim Beam. So I've, I've had a very good night so far tonight. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. We should we should end the show more often. Yes, we, we should. should. <laughs> we should really, I should have a bunch of final this, shows. Do this like Rolling Stone style. We do this like every month. You we'll know, just end the show. I was and, thinking, you know, at the uh, during the Super Bowl, we were watching the Who, and someone brought it to my attention that the Who had their first fa farewell concert in 1980. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> 1980? <laughs> well, there you go. It's the long goodbye. If you're an actor or a, or a uh, rock singer, like whatever, uh, uh, rock star, you should yes. never announce your retirement. <laughs> never, ever. Right. That's the stupidest well, thing. it sells tickets, though. That's comic book artists, like, dream... Comic book artists dream to announce their retirement. They can never retire anyway because they can't afford it. So that's just like the difference. But think of it. Like At our funeral, we'll be doing sketches. You know? Yeah. <laughs> to pay for the flowers. To pay for the flowers. They're coming up. They're not going to kiss the guy in the coffin. They're going to ask for a sketch. Yeah. Hillary, one more. Okay. Hey, for my cold, dead hand, you'll pry the pencil. Oh, you kind of look like Charlton right there. Thank you. It's like the left-wing Charlton. Tetheral Hill, how you doing, man? As he, he's, he's <laughs> As got, he drinks a he's, nasty he's, goose. Or yeah, right? just, just wait till I get the beer he, in he's my got, mouth. He's got a mouthful of, of nutty goose. He oh, almost died for his funeral. We were talking about... Sorry. No. Yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Just yeah? choking on my beer. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. What? Actually, uh, Christian, I've been inking a French comic though. I don't, I don't remember the name of the artist. I think the, the, the uh, album's name is Alunis. A L U N Y S. Possibly. I don't know it. Yeah, don't know. You know, like um, France is a country that has like uh, the population uh, is like 60 million people. Here's you don't like, know them all. Is that what you're telling me? No. <laughs> so, so, what, so what you're saying? It's the it's, biggest. It's just just slightly larger than Chicago. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually oh, one fifth of the U.S. Uh, as far as population goes, and yet they published like last year, as far as I heard, like something like close to twenty five uh, to uh, twenty five hundred comic books. Wow. And we're talking about hardcovers, right. like you know yeah, the way they're yeah. done there, and all that twenty five hundred uh, albums. That's, That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. You can't like a high like a uh, retail price and all that, yeah. and you get like so many. What does an album, uh, in, you know, converted to U.S. dollars? What does an album, uh, average album in France sell? For? Well, I have no idea anymore, but I would. Buck three eighty. Three eighty. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> three eighty. <laughs> what? Three eighty grand? You never like heard a, that. You never heard that. Three eighty. No, no. It's uh, my guess. It's somewhere between like uh, twenty and thirty bucks. Okay. So, okay. Something like that. So it's like a. And um, okay. you know, there's such a huge like a production. Marvel hardcover. <laughs> <laughs> When I left France, I knew like everyone in the business pretty much, or so it seemed. Not personally, necessarily, but I knew who everyone was. Right, right. And now when I go back, I go to a comic book store. I look around. 
I'm lucky if I recognize one or two names. Really? Yeah, like, yeah seriously. That's, uh, so, I mean, is it, a, is it a situation where there's just a lot of turnover or? Comic books are doing really well in France. They are the fastest, uh, and they have been for a long time, the fastest growing like segment of, of the whole of publishing, publishing business. Yeah. Uh, I, I would suspect they are not far here uh, either from that, uh, especially considering like the way uh, publishing business has been going in this yeah, country. Yeah, it's kind of like being uh, the tallest midget. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, comic book artists are recognized there as like artists. You get museums with exhibitions right. and all that. that, that that's a Real whole different thing. Like, yeah. Considered. At the same time, you get oh, a lot care. of people just like here who will be hired to do one comic book because the publisher just want to occupy space in the in the you know, whole it's, business it, it's so and funny. will never work again that's uh, the sad thing i uh i uh every day i generally i open up my uh, rss feed reader and just different feeds and i subscribe to a lot of different blogs about art and different kind of stuff and it's always funny when i look at a lot of the stuff um that are not comic book art blogs but just you know general art <laughs> blogs and i look at a lot of the stuff that is very popular in art and Compared to comic book artists, I look at a lot of this stuff and just go, wow, it's really a lot of shit out there compared <laughs> to the amazing illustrators yeah. that work in comic books. And and it's so it's such a bizarre you know, back back, you know, years and years and years ago when you had, you know, illustrators working in commercial art and and, and fine art, that kind of stuff, and comic book art was sort of considered lowbrow, very low yeah, brow. very lowbrow, yeah. and it, but to some degree, it, it still is, and it makes no sense because the greatest illustrators in the world work in comics, absolutely, because they don't, you know, absolutely. you don't have uh, James Jean, Alex Ross, the, guy, the, the greatest yeah. illustrators today who work outside of comic books, you can count like on the on oh, on, on, on the fingers of your hands, absolutely. basically. Well, I'd everybody, say, I'd say the greatest talent goes to comics. That's in Hollywood, that's the other place. And, a lot of, and sometimes they, they, they cycle through, but you've got these guys that you never even hear of because they don't do illustration anymore because yes, most illustration is photography, digital. Right. They do design work in Hollywood. You know how many guys work on the big movies that you... You know, they don't publish. Well, they actually, they do yeah, public books. Yesterday stuff, evening, but. I was like on the computer, like, and I went to this uh, site, you know, the Heritage uh, Auction site, like Heritage Auctions, uh -huh. like whatever. They sell like uh, original pages and uh, um, and Silver Age comics, basically. Okay. I think, like, you know, expensive stuff, yeah. auctions and all that. Yeah. And the good thing is, like, they get like um, um, high-res scans of like the pages they sell. So I just googled like a little-known artist, uh, one of my favorites, called Neil Adams. You probably have never heard of him. <laughs> no, no. And he's one of those guys obscure... that did one book and then yeah. he disappeared. Did, 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 he work on, did he work on Dead Man? Uh, yeah, who knows? Briefly, who cares? Yeah. I mean, like. Um, <laughs> I did mention the Actually, I saw the first earlier. Batman movie sitting next to him, which is unbelievable. Like, oh, I know that. <laughs> it's true. So uh, I download, started to download like all these um, high-res scans of Neil Adams' pages, which right. is beautiful because you can see you can steal the, the ink stains and like the whole thing. You can see basically the work of someone. And I'm like, holy shit, that's beautiful. Going back to the sources, you know, like right. of the stuff that get me like. Uh, basically, like almost in a trance when I was a teenager, sure, like, sure. just out of my mind, like of jealousy and envy and excitement at the same time. It's like in comics, like uh, every artist will tell you that, like the the you always feel jealousy towards great artists, 
but a, 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 a motivational jealousy, not not the the, the oh, sure. not no, the sad an, kind. Yeah, you know, like it can either make you cry and want to go in a closet and never draw again. Or inspires you, you to try never, it never to happened to me. Yeah. To me, it was always like, oh god, I gotta beat that guy. I, I was and, just and, looking uh, at. Uh, I've beat Neil Adams. Uh, <laughs> well, never, but the the uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, I was just looking at uh, a high res scan of a Bernie Wrightson Uncle Creepy pinup page. Oh wow! And I don't even know if it was a published one or not because I didn't remember seeing it in a magazine before. But it's the kind of thing where you just blow it up and you just you're looking at the brushstrokes and you can tell on the scan what's white out even you know and what isn't. Yep. They they did it in grayscale so you can really see. You know, it's not quite like having the original in your hand, but, but it's, it's close. It's actually even better in a way because you can blow it up. Hillary, and you, can, you, you should look at lines. You should have grown up in way. France. We had like uh, this uh, company called Futuropolis. We used to make like a beautiful, like a large size, like a comic book uh, artist, art books about comic book artists. And, like, there was one about Bernie Wrightson, about that tall. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm talking like uh, about like the size of an original for page. For those listening at home, that's about uh, about two and a half feet. That's about the size of my penis. But okay. the, the, uh, it looked like a yard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, He's well, hung like a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I have uh, great calves and great penis. That's the rest. Eh, we saw the calves. Like, we saw the calves uh, yeah, earlier. Just... I don't know about the penis. I can't speak to the penis. Even the calves he's got. <laughs> Only if you're. Let me ask you guys strong. this. I'm, I'm a, 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 a a very frustrated amateur artist. I. I, I oh, I thought frustrated something. Frustrated something else. Frustrated <laughs> everything. Penis but, talk. Yeah. No, but I. I mean, I, I. I still try and draw a little bit here and there, and I. And and, and it's funny because I've actually probably put more time into it. In in the last year yeah. than ever in my life of like actually trying to learn because well, I never that is funny well it's kind of sad <laughs> I don't know I'm just sorry I was picking on you I don't know why I don't but, know why I Hillary, went cruel you're, you're a very insensitive person in these political times I'm, well, I'm not trying I, mean, I, I have no I have no but you're you're, you're still you're still you're still enjoying yeah, I'm just that doing amateur it for myself. I'm just doing yeah. it for myself I, I, I have no yeah. illusions of I'm going to be a professional artist it's not going to happen but just to be well, a better artist well, for myself. That's well, all. Well, you and but, I are alike. I have no illusions. I'm gonna ever be again a professional artist, <laughs> since I'm so slow and it takes forever. I can't do anything right. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but, I, I hear that. But going back yeah. to like that envy you're talking about, and and that that you know, it's like it seems like every time I see a new artist that blows my mind, it's like, oh, I want to draw like that. Oh, I want to draw like that. Oh my God, I want to draw like that. Oh, and it's like, but they're all different. It's like, how do you sort of ever get to your own style of stuff? Uh, but there's two things here, as far as I'm concerned. One is like, you you never do. You just like, you forget everything. For uh, Personally, I haven't, uh, I used to follow, I, I was saying that to, to Chris Burnham earlier. I used to follow all the artists I admired like closely, like look at everything they do and like just like go out of my mind, like mm -hmm. uh, excitement and jealousy and just like, oh, this is so great. And then uh, things change. I got older, I guess, like too busy. I got ill. I got recovered, thankfully, and all that. And I just like um, forget. I don't follow anything. I look at the comics DC sends me and that's it. I forget. I, I'm in my own world. Uh, my hobbies are of nothing to do with comics, so I am in my own world, and I just like uh, recreate whatever comes out of my hands, and that's it. I forgot about the rest, so uh, now I'm with myself. But originally, I would guess like the the excitement alone 
is like motivation alone. Somebody gave me a great advice when I was 16. Is like, you want to draw like a pro? It's like, don't wait tomorrow. Don't wait like, oh, when I grow up, I'll do it. Like, do it now. Mm -hmm. Do it now. And the guy who gave that advice to me was a guy who was like an unbelievable artist. He was like me. He was 16. And the guy could draw like you've never seen. It's like, I've never, he was a genius. I believe that uh, to this day. I've lost touch with him like for 20 years now, but. Stan Lee. He, no, he was a published, <laughs> at 16, he was a published comic book artist in France and he could draw like, and paint like you wouldn't believe. Uh -huh. Like, And then he got like uh, absorbed by the art world. He wanted to do a performance. He's like, oh, bullshit, like basically. And uh, I've never heard of him again. He was, which is why like actually a little parenthesis here, like parents should never wish their kids were geniuses. Good geniuses don't amount to much like later in life. Like, let's be honest. Everybody wants their kids to be a genius, be in the best school. Oh, he's so smart. Oh, look at it. Oh, he puked too. And it's like, what do geniuses do later in life? They worked as actuary, like for like a fucking insurance company or something like that. They don't do much. That doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. Well, it's whoever works the hardest. Then that's the problem with geniuses is they never learn how to work because they never have to until it's kind of too late it's, it's, well you can well, it's like asking a, a basketball star like to uh, uh fill in like a gas bill or like something like right. to, to to pay right. his gas bill he, the guy is not equipped to do that no, no, but no. also you never stop learning and nobody gets there just purely a natural talent right you, you are learning somehow either you're absorbing it because you are you have a natural talent and it just seeps into you but at some point you won't advance unless you Unless you work at it. And that was, it. like I said, I mean, and I knew, well, I, I knew the same kind of geniuses that could always draw better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And they had sketchbooks and sketchbooks and sketchbooks, but they couldn't put a career together. And those, you know, to some extent, they're different things. The right, Getting the right. work, doing the work, but meeting the deadlines, being professional, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. There's just like all kinds of levels of, sure. of you, you know, know, being successful. And, and one of the things with you, Hill, it's, I, I think we, if I'm thinking back through the history of the show, is that we really kind of became aware of you and your work whenever we started to really explore EC Comics. And it was, I don't know if it was just happening. Back in the 30s, 30s when you were doing that. Because I look like, you know, the Uncle, yeah, I look like the Crypt <laughs> Keeper. No, no, you know, it, you, you it, maybe more like the old witch now with the long hair. The, the, the stuff question. we love of your work is there's because a question, it has... Uh, it, it, hold it, on, before, before you ask your uh, real question, Chris, nobody cares about you. <laughs> like, Hill, how come you have I'm a full head of hair and I don't? Well, to some extent, you do cut your hair. I mean, you're talking about... Balding patterns now? I mean, losing yes, your hair? Yes, it goes beyond cutting. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. But you do, you do cut <laughs> some of it. It's not awful. Yeah. Hillary you always has great frost. My dad had really good hair. You know, never lost his hair. So I guess oh, I got my dad's strangely, hair. my dad was bald as far as I can recall. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Genetics. We but have just made... That yeah. was a scientific wow. show, baby. Hey, guys, you, gotta, wow. you guys you gotta, have figured we get something like, out here. And Chris, yeah, you got an enormous penis. So what kind of trade-off is that? Yeah, right. Come to think of it. You're such a loser, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but but no, it, I don't know if it was through happenstance or just happened to be that you know whatever that time of the show that um, that we were really getting into EC yeah and and, and exploring EC one hundred and one EC one hundred and one which Sal, Sal put together which if you have not heard that go back listen to Sal's EC one hundred and one it's a great episode and we talked to you about EC and, and certainly Jack Davis is a huge influence on, on your career and and a lot of a lot of those a lot of those guys from from the the EC troop 
influenced your art style and and so would the would more than Davis, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, just no, the EC no, and the people that no, came no, from no, EC no, no, and no, were no. influenced by EC. Right, son, and Wally Wood. Right, well, oh, see, that, that's why I see in, 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 Hill. in, in well, Hill. Jack he's, Davis. He he's got it because Jack Davis influence and Gray Mingles were big influences on on Wrightson. Okay, but I saw Wrightson before I saw any of those guys because okay. you know. I mean, I actually did see the mad paperback reprints, but I, you know, Swamp Thing was on the newsstands. Bernie's stuff before that, I saw Severn. Oh, I love John Severn. <laughs> but you know, there, again, what we were talking about before, there's so many artists and so many right. styles. There's mm-hmm. artists who I emulate, and I'm in, you know, because I like the, their style somehow. I, it seems like what I want to do. You or can whatever. only take so much. There's other artists that you just you're inspired because they're so great, but you never want to like John Severn is not someone I ever thought. Oh, I I could draw like that. Right. But his work, I, I think of him as somebody like the Howard Hawks or John Ford of comics. Well. I'm more like the Jacques Tourneur to, to make a crude film analogy. You know, I'm, I'm more just this, this moody atmosphere or something. That's not what Severin did. Severin just had this really great, straightforward storytelling, incredible I think, draftsmanship. I, I think every artist who's like uh, uh, influenced by someone else, he, he, there is a connection, obviously, like uh, between someone you admire and yourself. You can some some people admire like different artists, okay, and they want to emulate them. In some cases. Some people admire a lot of people admire the same artists. Obviously, these guys have like you know right. something like a really high going on. Archie Goodwin put it best. Like he was talking about Moebius, uh, who's I love how you said that. Who's my uh, favorite? My favorite artist. I mean, my most influential. Like the guy who right. blew my brains yeah. off when I was a sure. younger. Uh, there are many people that he didn't do that to, myself included. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and there is real name Jean Giraud in the Blueberry comics. It's like it's the best things I've, I've ever seen. Like, yeah. A nice blueberry. You look at that stuff. You're like nobody draws like that. No one. And just like just the perfect mix between between classical illustration and and pure dynamic comic books. Basically, uh, very classy stuff. Archie Goodwin said like, uh, but Moebius is like when I look at this stuff, it makes me feel like I can do it. Yeah. And that's just like that's what great artists do. It looks do. effortless. They, yeah. It looks effortless, and they I, trick I, you into it. I love. That. I love. Uh, I love that Mobius did a Silver Surfer story that was written by Stan Lee. That I kind of look back. Mobius hated it. Uh, <laughs> but, but, like, yeah, but but I look, and hated I, the American Deadline. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but but I he's look like at, I'll never I, do that again. I look at that story, and it is this really amazing bridge between European comics and American comics. But it's also a bridge between generations that you saw, you know, the the Marvel style, and then all of a sudden it overlaps, and and it and it becomes it becomes this thing that that bridges these these different styles of comics together. And I always love that that Mobius did a Stan Lee. Silver yeah, Surfer story. It's, it's, I, I, it's I love the, that. It is truly like uh, the 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 uh, encounter and like the it's, clash. It's like a confluence of some stuff, you know. Totally different worlds, which in the end belong to the same universe. I yeah. guess that's the best yeah. way to yeah. put it. That's um, wow. And stop that, laughing at that, me, Bill. Well, that, that was deep. I'm, <laughs> that was, that was, I'm sweating. I was now. laughing at the banana splits or something. Somebody yeah, was playing the in the background. Was I just said something very deep, and you, you were did. like it laughing was... about. Uh, well, no, I, I was listening and not interrupting you. So, uh, I, I, you know, I agree with you. Mobius is one of those guys where, and I really think there are few artists like this, really, that are really just seem, it seems like magic what they do. 
And his art, you know, I mean, you know how many artists try to draw like Mobius? I mean, probably Adams is another guy. Maybe in the sure. States, people have emulated in, in him. In Europe, we get Bilal, Manara, yeah. like all these great yeah. guys right. in they their have, own right, right. Are all like under Moebius in some ways. Even, like, uh, yeah, Manara, all, all these guys in Europe. Tons of guys. I mean, there's probably a few dozen. Moebius is like Europe's Neil Adams. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Honestly, that's like yeah. the, the best way well, to describe I mean, it. I mean, like, and for him, Kirby obviously was a huge yeah. influence. Even though I don't think anybody no, really Kirby, could draw like Kirby. Kirby Nobody was could... not an influence. Kirby was yeah. like the genius everybody looked to, yeah. look up to. But who tried to draw like Kirby? No one, because no. everybody deep down kept thinking, "Oh, I'm better than him." I'm gonna yeah. use the energy, but right. it's true. No, there, no, I there's think a hypocrisy no, here. Well, Kirby's, Kirby's style Kirby. is more Kirby's style is more idiosyncratic. It's more like handwriting. It's really hard to emulate. The guys that tried to do it, they basically swiped the style. They didn't. Ne they never kind of figured it out from the inside. Kirby out. is beyond an artist, in my opinion, and especially not a, an artist in the comic book sense of the word. Kirby is a creator. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you think you people can do have been it, trying and, and, to emulate his creative spirit, no one has successfully done it, so, me, as far as I'm concerned. And, 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 one and, of the things and you can sadly, do no one, that, 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 no one tried to emulate his drawing. And Kirby, like, you can look at and, and think that a, a, a six-year-old drew it and a genius drew it. Yeah. That's the thing. That's you know, that's the thing about him is like it, I can look, when I was 15, I looked at Kirby's stuff and went, "This is shit." Yeah. This is a child drew this, and now when I'm 40, I go, "Oh my God, he's fucking brilliant!" And then, well, and, 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 and then, and then you, and then you realize, the, I, I'm I'm gonna say just one name and tell me what you think, Van Gogh. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, sure, sure. That's yeah, the same yeah. thing. It's well, some well, kind of like boom. There are artists. Can't that, there are it's artists big that, bang that look, uh, genius. Yeah. There are that's, people that uh, look at Kirby and say, "Oh, I could do that." It's like, okay, do 1,100 pages in a year. <laughs> well, that's all. And come yeah. up with uh, all these characters. Know, Kirby yeah. was, yeah. you know why? Because Kirby had like this childlike genius. Uh, I think he was like not complex. I think all of us as artists, like sadly, we a carry a lot of complexities. Genius. Or if I do that, it's going to look like this guy. If I do that, it's going to look like that I, guy. Well, I want I, to be here or there. Kirby is like, fuck it. I'm just, that's what I he do. Channeled, yeah. I, you know, it's I, like ejaculating yeah. your, 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 your uh, art. I love it how Christian can say that. None of us could get away with that. But, beca but because he's French, it sounds... It doesn't sound it, as dirty. It, so it doesn't sound as dirty. Uh, well, you know, like, uh, <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't sound dirty, Chris. It sounds, uh, it sounds, if you did it in his Irish it sound, accent, it would oh, so classy. I love your forearms. Stuff to go I know we got Wayback Machine. We've got we've got emails. We've machine? got, got Wayback Machine. What are you talking about? I uh, I went and uh, looked up Is a bunch Sherman of stuff and Mr. when we first started the podcast, which was February of 2006. I went back and looked on a lot of the comic book news sites and different places to see what was going on at that time, just to kind of give us a perspective of what maybe has changed since then or what hasn't. Or just sort of some of the oh, irony. what has changed is like when I was like uh, hot and fancy, I drew the Joker with long hair because that was was that, that was, that, was, that cool. was 
I look at it back now and I cringe. I, I, want, I want the that, artwork is some of the best I've done. But I want that like Joker the, uh, story published. Oh, it's been published. Oh no, no, no the other one yeah, we're doing one. with Doug. Yeah. You know, yesterday I was looking in my uh, thing. Uh -huh. oh, you've seen the pages. You yes, came to I my have. place. Yeah. Can, can we mention that? Is it, uh, of is course, it, yeah, sure. I mean, we, no, why not? Should, should why we not, not mention it? No, why not? I, I did already on that show like once. I, I've I've seen I've, I've seen pages from the hopefully eventually released Joker Year One. Oh yes, I've heard of the Joker yeah, Year One. I, I, I don't know. It, I, I don't know if anywhere. now there is going to be like uh, changes in the story. Anyway, Keith Champagne wrote this wonderful script. Doug and I started on it like in early 2008, and it's a, it's gonna be a 64-page like hardcover like uh, comic book. We have about 20 pages uh, in the drain. I mean, that means like about 12 for me because I still have eight pages uninked from that, which look gorgeous. I should scan them actually. Like the uh, yeah, they're, and, they're uh, awesome. They're they, awesome. They look beautiful. It's some of the best that we've done because it's Doug and I, but having all the time in the world. I mean, I'm talking about like seriously, like taking our time and just like Hoo -hoo, flowers, <laughs> and uh, except then we got started on Final Crisis, then Green Lantern and all that, and I don't know what the status of that book is. We're just like everybody says, oh yeah, we'll finish it at some point. I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. It is, believe me. But Chris, uh, tell. Uh Tell uh, Doug how much I like his stuff. I, I just did. Oh, well, you'll, I, yeah. you, you'll meet him at C2A2. Uh, we we oh, need okay. to hang out yeah, all yeah. together. Like, it's not going to be too far from like Greek Town. No, all well, of us need to go oh, out and have to Greek some Greek food. Sure, let's do Greek Town. Yeah, absolutely. Greek is some, he's, uh, Doug is from uh, of Greek descent, as I am. So he's Pete Tomasi. We know. Jesus Greek. Christian, we know, and you're half Greek. So he's a French, certain Jean, Irish Greek. Jean, Jean, you're French. Jean, you're French. Irish Jean Greek. Are you? Are you part? I, I grew up. That's I grew up in a Greek neighborhood, so I, I, you know, I have Greek food all the time from my like, neighbors across the street. And you recommend it to me, La Unica, which is where I live. Oh, you, yeah, you go there now. I live by. Yeah, yeah you've been there. I can say too many fans, but, but you've been to La Unica. <laughs> Not that it's Greek the food, fan but fan club uh, following around. But you haven't called me up to go over there. We, I'd, I'd join you for lunch. I'm gonna call you like like I have time. I never get out of the house. I mean, my my page. Pete, Pajamas, how do you say it in English? PJs? Yeah, yeah. PJs. Yeah, PJs. PJs on their own, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like uh, scratching around, like for lice and all that. Like, just, you, know, it's bad. you could probably walk over <laughs> there in your PJs to like, you know. I'm so glad that you made it out tonight. I, I emailed you today. I gave you terrible late notice on this and, uh, and said, oh, I don't know oh, if I can make it. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to say it right now so yes. there's witnesses. I want downloads of all the podcasts. Okay. Especially the ones I've been on, but even the other ones. Okay. You guys saved that shit, right? They're all well, it's online. online. You can go online. Go They're to roundcomics.com. You can I've download them all. I've tried to download. It doesn't there. work. Get them through iTunes. And, and by the way, we're going to keep you the feed. do that? We're, oh, we're, we're going to keep, the feed, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're keep the feed alive for, for about a year. So, you know, through, at least through 2010. Yeah, uh, so. I, I'm pretty much convinced at this point we're not even going to stop. This yeah, is all a sham. <laughs> well, you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. You can have the last okay, okay. show, the final show, you know, one <laughs> no, more no, show. Hillary, Hillary, do you want them to stop? Don't stop. <laughs> Podcasting. On a what? On a what? On a what? No, no, no. I'm you sorry. Stop. I can't oh. sing, and I just proved it yet again. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Hell yeah! I saw Thanks you. Thanks for uh, laughing. I, I saw you Don't got a little. You got stop. a little. A little publicity for your uh, limericks. Don't uh, stop. What about me publicity now? for them? I saw. Um, I think it was Heidi from the Beat. 
really had, uh, had mentioned your limericks on her blog. I didn't even know she yeah, read. Yeah, she did. So, she, yeah. she, she's one of the lurkers, I guess. I guess so. She uh, out she there. enjoyed your your lyrics. Well, that, your limericks. My limericks. Yeah. Limericks. Sorry. It's weird how where they turn up. They turn up in. I mean, you know, like I'll I'll I'll, I'll see a reference. To, someone will reprint them on a political page somewhere. Really? Yeah. They turned up on some political blogs because I read political limericks as well as comic and movie limericks. Anyway. Yeah. So. Very cool. Very good. Keep but, them up. But Christian, oh my God! They're what I was going to tell you is that K action. What the hell is going that's on a, that's over here? That's a French kiss right there. I just oh. did a short. I just did a short. Yeah, French. What do you got there? But I did a short uh, mask is, story. Uh, his his life. Mini diddles. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Uh, Michelle Michelle was knitting here last time, and she left her knitting needles. Oh, and I kept them. So. I see. But I was doing a mask story, and they they sent me a couple of the collections in Doug's. All of Doug's masks are in there, and. You could see this amazing progress of him as an artist in the first couple of years. And there's like a couple issues. In fact, I don't know how much time passed. But the jump from one to the other, mm-hmm. it was like he, the confidence, the talent, everything just just blew up. And uh, I swiped a panel of his. It was, it was like it was the exact same <laughs> panel as what, well, I mean, it's really obvious, but he'll know. But it, it was what was. No one should hear that. <laughs> this is a test of the Illinois emergency stem. What was the, uh, what was the, Chris, what was the series uh, that Team, he did? Team Zero? Yes. Yeah. That was the first. That's, where I, of, that's where I fell in love yeah, with this man. It was an homage, not Zero, a swipe. Team Zero was there you absolutely go. Image. awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, did, he did a series with Chuck Dixon called yes. Team Zero that I fell in love with this art. But I, but I will say, and this is not blowing smoke up your ass you Eng- it's not mine, it's you, Doug's. You, you, you Irish bastard. Um, I, I, I love Doug's work, but um, Doug's work has never looked better than when it's inked by you. you- Actually, it has. The, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, you're I've wrong. Seen, I've seen, I've seen uh, some of the stuff he inked himself, like some of the less known stuff, like when he was younger. And we're talking Moebius range here. We're talking like freestyle, like. Uh, Freestyle, someone between Alex Toth and Moebius. I don't know. There, there's something. Wow, brilliant. that's some high praise, man. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> no uh, I know what the guy can do. I, I, you know, I see, oh, yeah. I see shit all, He's <laughs> all day long. He's right, 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 right. good. Uh, I mean, you, you, put, you, put, you put a polish he, to no, his no, work. That I is put fantastic. a polish. That's what yeah. I do. And that, that, that's what I'm paid to do right now. And I enjoy doing it. I'm, um, I'm also putting like my own. It's like oh, I would have done this like that, so I do it kind of sure, sure. without without changing the drawing. Obviously, that's yeah. not like no. the the point, but that's uh, that's just a way to go at it. Mm-hmm. And I I make sure to I try to make sure things are polished because that's why people enjoy. That's I kind of like the, the 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 gruffy style he has when he inks himself better than what I do. But it's a personal taste, and you'd be surprised if you ask if you're a comic book artist, like what their own personal taste is when it comes to, for example, selling pages. Which ones would you do, would you keep for yourself, or which yeah. ones would you Sorry. sell? You never know. You never. Know. <clears throat> you never know. You'd be surprised every time. People want to buy like the big splash page with uh, Spider-Man or Batman, like clipping from the top of a building. And, uh, well, the guys like that. don't want to sell their pages. Those are the pages they go for, but the guys that are like, just keeping them for themselves, they're just a something just about this drawing. like something or, about yeah. this face, this guy yeah. in the background yeah. I just love yeah. and all that. And yeah. it's like, yeah. in, in uh, Doug's case, yeah, I'm, I'm happy it works out. But between the two of us, I think it's one of these successful stories of like um, inking pencil or team where like um, 
we create a third persona and a persona that's good you, you, and that's you, it you, you've said I that don't before look, i would i would absolutely agree with that yeah a hundred percent that it, it we're is. talking about like uh guys like uh neil adams and uh tom palmer or mm -hmm. dick jordan who i can tell I mean, neil adams was always better ranking himself burn anyway. austin Sal Buscema uh, and Dan Atkins. Hmm? <laughs> what? Dan Atkins? Dan Atkins, sorry. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, uh, it's, there's a long I story. Say that like, I, I, I recently realized that... Who was the king? Uh, guy, uh, I, I don't guy like Davis, a lot of Sal Buscema uh, stuff Davis, sorry, unless uh, Atkins oh, uh, is... Uh, story Joe, like Joe Sinodict him for a long time. Tom Mark Farmer. Joe, Joe, excuse oh, me, Joe, 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 Joe. That's okay, another one. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was going to say that's David not, Price not Joe territory. Who do I, uh, uh, Joe Staten. Staten, yeah. Joe Staten did some nice stuff with Sal Buscema. Yeah. I inked him once. Sal Buscema? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Staten. Oh, Joe Staten. Joe Staten, yeah, yeah. Was that we, fun? Uh, that was... Uh, it, it was between fun and a pain in the ass. I don't know. Like <laughs> Some stuff I was like, oh, boy. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was great. You know, like... And some stuff I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And that's like, but I love the stuff. It was, it was like uh, they had like this thing a few years back at uh, DC Comics, like uh, the Power Company that was gonna be oh, the okay. next big thing. I remember that. And there was like a spin-off issue, and he drew it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Oh, I you did, like, yeah, yeah. Like a pen, yeah. So anyway, who, no, I like. He, I love Dinkin. For, for yeah. both of you guys, favorite uh, penciler that you've been one of the favorite guys that you've ever. Well, reached. the first, the first guy that I was that I felt really like I knew what I was doing, and he was also really good. Was John Bogdanov when I was thinking Power Pack, and we. Oh, I love that guy. I inked him off and on for a few years there, which I, d I don't think I've had a stretch like that on anybody. Bogdanov is an excellent artist. You can really go wild with him. That's... And and he, there's a sensitivity. I mean, this was he was drawing kids and and uh, they drew franklin rich they brought franklin richards in as a character and he drew his son as franklin richards and <laughs> it was just i mean the, so the he would draw him sleeping is, on the couch you know like, and you could tell there was so much love in that drawing this yeah. is the crazy thing is like i grew up reading that book and i love power pack I love and power i had pack. no idea that you inked that and and well, yeah well, you know what i mean i just it, when, you know when i was reading that book i didn't pay attention to who drew it or wrote it yeah, let alone yeah. who inked, you know it, what it, I mean? it was just, it's just story. Not but now and then to sit here and, and and know that you inked that it's like wow that's just so fucking crazy <laughs> for me you know what the weirdest i get because i loved power this pack is really about inking and maybe this is a real you know a little side bit but when i was I mean, maybe i even told you guys this but stop me if i have when i was working on that book i was talking to the john and um john took over from june uh, bridgman who was the first artist uh, to do it and there was this one guy who was the letter hack in every issue he wrote every month and he was just he found, he knew the characters better than the writers and the editors sure, and everybody, sure, sure. and he would write these detailed letters. Young Paul Levitz. <laughs> he would explain every little thing and why they. Well, and he always complained about, and he'd always finish every every because it was all about the characters and the story. And then, and John Bogdanov is no June Bridgman, and I wish you'd bring her back. And blah blah blah. And he just and just he would say that every month during John's run. And then at one point, June did a fill-in issue. 
and they were kind of like so they bounced between the artists a couple of times when she came back but they got the credits wrong right and they put her name on an issue that John did and he wrote this lavish letter of praise about, about see this is what I'm talking about how great June Richmond is and it was John McTannum and everybody in the office just like oh my god you don't even have to say anything we can just we can just let this letter speak for itself and just and just say at the bottom oh you know actually we, I'm, we're sorry we got the credits wrong. That was because it's like, what is, he, what is he doing today? Do you know, because John? I don't know. I mean, he's, he, I know he moved to California. His son went out to school there, and, and I need actually I need to get in contact with him. I've got his email address now. I've I mean, got to write to him. me, like uh, I I have not liked Superman in the past, like uh, basically like fifteen. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, fifteen years. Yeah. Until like Jeff Jones and uh, James Robinson started to like. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, spin things around for us a little uh, a bit lately I didn't enjoy it except for one thing uh, John Bagnavis drawings like all the time I was like, it's bold it's yeah. dynamic it's strong it gets out of the page it's like it's daring it's like it's got everything I love about like uh, about drawing when, when, just, it's unpolished it's when, just like boom John once drew a self-portrait of himself and it was him running down a hill wearing a Superman cape as a little boy <laughs> that's how much the character meant to him and he named his son Kal-El so no way wow well Nicolas Cage drew these comic books <laughs> I did not know that <laughs> Wow! There you go. That's a you know. Speaking of Superman and you, one of my one of my prized possessions at home is a uh, Grant Morrison written, Doug Mankey penciled, and Christian Almay inked page from uh, from Superman. Yes, Beyond. I remember that when yeah. you came with your gun in my house. No, I got, you, stole, I got like, you stole it from him. I got him. I got him really fucking drunk and and bargained him down to a ridiculous price. You did not get me drunk enough. I would have given it to you, you dumb <laughs> fuck. I, yeah, I had, okay, but here's the story is that I ended up getting home at like four in the morning and so I paid for that page twice, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well. No, I don't. Because Could there was somebody waiting up for me at home that was not too happy. And it was not Sal. It was not so me. <laughs> next time... I try to sell you a page to get to squeeze a hundred bucks out of you. I should speak to your wife before. That's what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> What's yeah. the phone number? I'm, I'm gonna clear call, it like, with the uh, boss. Yeah, I'll make it work. Don't worry. I'm good with women. <laughs> That's what I'm I French. <laughs> hey, we, we, your reputation precedes you by about a yard, apparently. Uh, yeah. Okay. It might be exaggerated by right. about oh, a yard. I just went out to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. I'll tell you it's what. It's like though, WC we, Fields' nose has come around the corner. He'll be here any minute. You know, it's that we, old. Game. We had, uh, you know, in the four years of doing the podcast, we probably had two women ever fucking write us an email. Yeah. The episode after Christian is on, we had have him back more. Yeah, yeah. Have Christian on more for your female listeners. Was this uh, the sexy accent? Do, 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 do you guys ever read the Onion? Like the uh, oh, sure. yeah. yeah. Do you remember Smooth B? Oh, that's a column. It's about this uh, smooth black dude yeah, who's yeah, talking yeah, women yeah. Oh, into, yes, yes. oh, baby, I'm going to buy you some fine courvoisier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, hot. I'm going to have you some fine brandy and cognac <laughs> and we'll make love and all that. I was like, because I'm the smooth BF comic books. <laughs> <laughs> smooth Christian. 
Christian has. He's the smooth C. Hey, I mean, smooth C. We've been lucky um, here tonight uh, over these last couple episodes to talk to some of the, the real personalities of the show. You know, Tom obviously was the weekly, you know, he was the talent, but Scotty definitely put his mark the on weekly. the show. No, the weekly. Hillary and Christian have become these personalities and, and characters well, of the show. I mean, if you've, listened have, to, if you've listened to our show over the last four years, the thing that... Hey, I'm from France. Really... <laughs> oh, he's a Chris Burnham. He's a friend from France as well. The thing that comes up is my brother. Is that it, the people we end up talking to more often than not has less to do with them being in comics yes. than them being people we want to hang out with, Absolutely. regardless of what they draw or what they ink or what they write or what they. It's just people we like, and and that's you mean, you you know, mean that's, just just like in life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean that's the thing. It's, I mean it's the people that we enjoy, you know, yeah. spending time with the good. People I've I've met once a person in comics who was like a wonderful artist, who was someone I could not stand. I will not uh, name uh, him and uh, or Chris her. Burnham. Chris <laughs> Burnham. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Besides Chris Burnham, the other guy. Oh, the, the other There's one. one more. The, yeah. um, and and uh, but that's the only one. I've mostly met people. Uh, good people. Yeah, I mean, good. I have like in this country alone like 17 years in comics professionally, and I've met like well, basically you guys were all kids except him, except he. <laughs> like, uh, oh, like, oh, stop talking about World War Two. <laughs> just like hey, kids these days, <laughs> little panels and little pen lines. And everybody else, <laughs> back, everyone, back when we were the okay, we're strong. I've also met, I've also met one or two pages editor, but that's it. Like everybody has always been like, it's a, it's a, it's a laid back uh, business. There is not that much money into it, as far as we know. I mean, unless you guys have heard something, I don't know. No, but you like, guys are in the wrong, uh, end, the wrong end of the industry. <laughs> I'm podcasting, sorry. there's nothing but cash just flowing. Oh man, in. I knew you it. Should have got in the podcast. I'm sorry. Did did Hillary just say it all started going downhill with Popeye? <laughs> <laughs> he might have. It's possible. <laughs> it was a different reference, to, direct reference to Willy. you, Steamboat Willie. <laughs> All right, for well, those listeners who don't know, like uh, Chris looks like Popeye. <laughs> he's a hairy man. He's got, he, yeah, he's, he's got forearms like, you, like yeah. you wouldn't believe, and he wears like football jerseys, which makes his arm like look even smaller for some reason, even like shorter. It's like Chris looks like Popeye. Where's the pipes? <laughs> Never give Christianism and spinach, man. You don't know what's gonna happen. Hey, man. Ch Chester, Illinois, right? Uh, it's like I hear Marvel has like a whole like uh, a crossover plan around that one. Ultimate Popeye. Ultimate, Ultimate, Popeye. <laughs> Ultimate Popeye would be awesome. <laughs> you pop your eye out. <laughs> a super, a superhero for oh. the new millennium. All right. Well, I, I, um, do you have any yes. other questions for Christian or Hill? Ah, uh, if I do, I'm sure I'll just call Come him on, or email him. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't have. Ask right. questions. It, it looks well, like it looks have... like we're real artists and serious. And I like well, to ask questions. You, know, I... you want my pin number? Or what? <laughs> you, on, you're you're both you're both going to be at C2E2, right? That's right. Okay. So um, sober. Too. You'll both be sober at some point during the convention, right? Uh, what, what, why least, do you ask? Just <laughs> come I mean, on. Is that, is that a requirement for the kids? For the children? Because you know the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. If children come up. 
up, I won't belch in their direction, okay? We're, we're like toxic if you you're, If you're listening to that, come early on Friday, okay? That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> if that's a requirement, come early on Friday. We're, we're just like San Diego. I think it's like... You can get a contact buzz my, just from walking near my table in San Diego. It's a five-day binge, you know. Well, we're going. We're going to go out Thursday night, and we got friends coming in from out of oh, town. Oh, so forget so. Friday morning. Yeah, then. we're going out Thursday. Night. Hey, we're going out Thursday night. No, wait, Absolutely. Wait. Next, he's going to tell us what what color he wants to paint his bedroom. Mm -hmm. I was like, his wife. He's talking for his wife right now. You know that. I was like, just uh, like uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you, it's such I, a pushover. It's, it's oh man. Yes. I, I think anyway, it's nice hanging out with you guys. It has been nice hanging out with you guys. We oh. wouldn't come if you weren't so nice. Oh no, and, no, yeah, yeah. You know. We we need to wind now. I want the show back. No, listen, guys. Wait a second. Chris, seriously now, I moved to Chicago two years ago. Chris has been like starting to bug me uh, since uh, last April, one year ago for the C2E2 convention uh, uh, launch party where we met. Mm. It was like, come to that show. I was like, what the fuck is that? Well, whatever. So I just blew it off, blew it off, blew it off. Finally, I came. I was like, that's the best thing ever. And now he tells me it's going to stop. No. <laughs> so now it's like, have you ever heard like French, I mean Irish, whining? It's like, <laughs> French it's like, Irish? Oh, no. Don't stop. I don't want it. I don't want it. Don't kill you. Don't stop. I don't want it. Hey, just just bring it back whenever you feel like it. Whenever we feel like it. Then it won't be Which like, you know, whenever I feel up. like it. No, 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 no. Hey, there's so, a comment called Greek Street. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows? But we appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, Hill, you've been a, a, a long time. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Family. Family. AC family member. I live a, I live a couple guy. blocks away. That's really the only reason it happened. Because I only, I only, you know, I, my life is all within a three-block radius of my apartment. So. Uh, a fun, a fun There's a liquor well, store, lucky for a restaurant. Us. It's lucky for us that we were able to set up. Exactly. In such close proximity to your apartment. A, a fun a fun Vince B story. My, my, one of my partners on 11 O'Clock Comics, whenever we first uh, whenever we first met you hill and i talked to vince and i was like yeah um we, we've got uh you know he said well who are you gonna have on the show it's like um just met you know local uh local guy been working in comics for a while uh hillary barda and vince goes hillary barda you lucky fucking bastard <laughs> Well, how little did he know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's a lot of build up and then a big disappointment. Yeah. The letdown is no, huge. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been absolutely a pleasure to uh Yeah, yeah. Well, man, time. this is like the this is like the Jerry Marlin show. Well, what? Hey, the, the Sammy Marlin show, excuse me. Well, Hill, I gotta say, I don't know if you're a great guy or a great artist. I can choose. I have to choose one side, obviously. Like, oh, just like I'm probably a better guy than I am an artist, but yeah, that's that's a sad you, truth. Don't, well, sell, don't I'll sell choose artists short. then. Well, like Fuck you were saying, you know one guy who, who you, you know you hated him, or he was a lousy human being, but a great artist. I've met more than a few really every, talented artists. I, I would I never want to spend time. You with You can never be like that close a friend of mine. Every like very close friend I've had are people I hated at first sight. Don't ask me why. And then became like very close friends. So it's just first like, time you uh, met Scotty. Well, you've never invited me over, so oh, we're, not, yeah, <laughs> we're not friends. Well, maybe not. We're not well, no, friends. I haven't met him yet. I, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Well, guys, we just we, spend time drinking together. I could see that about six guys at the bar named Chris, Joe. I'll never uh, see you again. I like Chris at first sight. Don't ask me why. It's the Popeye look, like the whole the thing. Popeye like look. The, oh, you just see those forearms, you go hand job. You know, come <laughs> on. Yeah, oh, but, oh, oh, oh. Well, you read my mind. But I'm not cheap. I'm like, not gr cheap. Great artists think alike. <laughs> the. Um, 
All right, let's get rid of these and two. So because Come on, we all have carpal Lord. tunnel. We need your forearm, I Chris. I like <laughs> it's either inking or jerking you know, so, off. We, 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 we need these arms. Wow. Arms for America. <laughs> this is hour three of the goodbye. Well, it's never was, ending. Yeah. I was going to say that you, you two are... Uh, are it's two. not a goodbye. It's a see you soon. We were going to leave a, on a high note, but we changed our what, mind. Uh, <laughs> we left it <laughs> instead of leaving on a low... On the low, I don't like, know. Uh, God, no. we're, we're only an hour three of the twelve-hour <laughs> telethon. <laughs> oh right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This is a the marathon. drunken the drunken deluge has begun. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. You know, your wife, your wife's listening. Oh no, he gives great his forearms are yours. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, no, no one wife, no one wife's is listening. Can you ever imagine anyone's no. wife listening to that? <laughs> no, I couldn't. I could. My, my wife. However, my mom is still trying to listen. No. Entire family. All right, let's take a break. All right. All right. All right. Good the, best, the best way to ensure your wife won't listen to it is to tell her, here, you should listen. You to should listen to this, honey. All right, we're going to wrap this one up. We're going into extra innings. <laughs> I love you, Chris. <laughs> I love the one comics. So, I love you. I'll miss you. No, no, no. Just tell them more. Just tell them more. No, the fingernails. No, no, no. Jesus. Oh, All right. my. Probably, probably. Hey, guys, have a great time. Probably, See you later. Have a great time. J- just in time for a... Hill's a little more reserved. <laughs> See you in and around comics. I think Christian had to take a leak. He just ran for the can. He's probably just in time for uh, for C2E2. We're going to be coming out with our with our third oh. episode. So uh, Stay got, tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. We got one more. <laughs> we, got, we got emails. We, it, we got it's voicemail. never going to end. Never, it is never going to end. Are we still on? Because that, that mask story is going to be on Dark Horse Presents next month, which is what? April? Early April. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you... If you happen to be stumbling around, yeah, go to go DH, check out my D- MySpace Dark Horse, whatever that is, whatever that's called. MySpace your, Dark Horse, the mass story. That yeah, you... it's it's an Evan Dorkin story. Uh, right. It's a short thing, but it's re- it's really funny and it's incredibly bloody. So yeah, I was going to ask you, were right. doing some some Evan some work with Evan Dorkin, and that's it, huh? Well, that was it, and yeah, we 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 both want to work together again, and I hope that'll happen. But that's what we did. Yeah, it's just it's a little short, hilarious. You were talking about Mad and EC influence. Mm-hmm. Well, this is. Evan's saying I'm doing a, a mad thing. Uh, it's a little out of control. It's not like Harvey Kurtzman. It's just in, it's insane. It's really funny. Awesome. The guy, I don't know. The guy's funny. What so can Dark, I say? Dark Horse Presents, which is online. Yeah. yeah. All right. The MySpace. Uh, and then, Dark Horse and, yeah, MySpace. 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 And, yeah. and, then, and then hopefully we'll be collected in the Dark Horse Presents well, next know. collection. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Phil. We love you, buddy. Thank I love you, so you too, much. guys. Thank <laughs> you so much. All oh, right. my God. What am I going to do without you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to be a Christian. Be right. I don't want to do a Christian. And start, <laughs> yeah, don't pull a Christian. Start ejaculating all over Jeez. the page. All right. Know? Everyone, all uh, right. enjoy the rest of your week and weekend. Come back again uh, next week. <laughs> We're not done. Hour three. We're not done yet. <laughs> all right. Cheers, fellas. In the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in and around the final yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs>
Church on Sunday, damn if I wouldn't go to church on Sunday, let the preacher in the eye. 